When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Recorded live. Love that. So, All you right. know, like you're doing so well. Why? Well, I said, how are you doing? And you went, oh, well, did you get my... Oh, I didn't hear you say that. I didn't oh. hear you say that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just got off the phone with my bank. <laughs> Checking on my, my home equity line of credit. So I was going to try to get it that fixed straight, but it, it's a lot higher if I do that. So I think I'll just leave it as is. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, so you got my um, my next version of the script. I I do, I did, I got it. Okay. Um, I haven't read the whole thing yet. I was reading the intro part, and I <clears throat> would you you was I going to suggest some improvements and stuff? Sure. Okay. So I uh, was kind of trying to re. There's there was a lot of good stuff in here, but I was trying to make it a little punchier. Okay. Like take what you take what you had. It's not that I was changing yeah. it intrinsically, but just try and make this sentence a little punchier. Okay. Um. And uh, a lot of them look like word my words, so it looks like I think you. Yeah, they were. Yeah, and the thing about it, when I suggest stuff like that, I'm not trying to necessarily say it the best way. I'm just more trying to give you an idea of what to say, and then. Yeah, you know, you're gonna to want to rewrite it into a way that feels better to you. Yeah, and I I I did change some of it um, to to sound a little bit more like me. Um, okay. Well, anyway, I just wanted to. I was just looking at the beginning. The beginning is where we want to kind of like grab their attention, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So there's there's one sense the very first sentence after you introduce yourself, I would like to fix it, but I can't quite figure out a better way to word it. Oh, uh, okay. It says, in this video, I'm going to reveal one of the biggest things that sabotages your sales success and how to skyrocket your sales. And yeah. The how to skyrocket your sales part. That's what I was saying last week. Yeah. That didn't quite sound right to me, but I couldn't think of a better way of saying it either. Yeah, so I'm a little stuck on that one because I think it's like, uh, that doesn't that doesn't feel good, but I'm not quite just <laughs> Right, <laughs> exactly. Uh yeah. Um, um I'm kinda yeah, I'm I'm kinda thinking it should be the opposite of sabotages in a way. Um and then add the skyrocket yourself or a word like that, maybe not skyrocket, because I don't know if I'd use that word, but um I think I use it because of the alliteration, skyrocket. Yeah, you like that, but could we alliterate something other than S's? <laughs> well, and also it doesn't, you don't have to alliterate at all. You know, you <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, or take your sales to a whole new level or something, something like that. Yeah. Or like, like that. What do you think of that one? Take your sales I, to a whole I do level. like that. I do like that. Okay. Let's just change it to that. For okay. Now. How to take 
So I did a bunch of editing. Okay. I was originally going to do like little crossouts and yellow and highlight and things like that, but I ended up making the cha- the changes became extensive enough as kind of rewriting. So I just oh I just okay okay. All right, so I'll just read it to you what you what I wrote. So it'll be like okay. hi <clears throat> hi this is Terry Bach of Untapped Potential Coaching. In this video, I'm going to reveal one of the biggest things that's been sabotaging your sales success and how to take your sales to a whole new level. Now, here's where I start changing it. Yeah, I think that sounds good. If you're watching this video, you're probably not getting the sales results you desire. Maybe you're you're really struggling with your sales and are feeling very discouraged. I think that people are trying to start sales, like kind of the beginning. So I was trying to separate it onto separate sentences rather than sort of list it as one long sentence. Okay. Which is kind of more how I talk anyway in short sentences. Yeah. Actually, I want to change that. Selling. Maybe you're really struggling with selling and are feeling very discouraged. So you're a beginner, right? Maybe your sales are average and you're frustrated because the sales stars are leaving you in the dust. (laughs) I mean, I imagine if you're on a sales team that you compare yourself uh, to people who are doing much better. Like, how come that person is doing so much better sales than I do? Ooh, and you don't know why. Ooh, yeah, I like that part. So maybe your sales are average and you're frustrated because the the sales stars are leaving you in the dust and you don't know why. And I don't know if you like leaving you in the dust, but... I'm not sure if I like sales stars, but but I get the point. I mean, I, I can maybe come up with something that sounds more like me. More sounds like you, yeah. But that's the, yeah. the point is, I'm trying to connect with their pain. Like, where are you at? Right, well, you're, right, like, yep. You're frustrated, you're discouraged. And what are you discouraged about? Right. Okay, then I'm shifting over to the sales training. So you, like, kind of put the sales training early on, and I wanted to bring it up later. So this, okay. the first step in the video is let me let me emphasize with where you're at, the pain you're currently Right, right, so yeah. I was looking at my video, and that's what I did. Okay. So then I was looking at your videos, like, okay, let's do the same thing. And then, then we move on to the sales training, because that's supposed to be the solution, right? Yeah. So I wrote, now, you've probably already been through a lot of sales training, and you've noticed that they've only, that they're, that they're only, that they've only taken you so far. And if you pass them, they only... taking you so far. You want much better sales, so the question is, is it time to take yet another training program? Mm -hmm. Maybe, but you're probably recognizing that taking another sales training is a case of diminishing returns. You're just not getting that much more out of it. That's as far as I got. Okay. The beginning. What do you think so far? I like it. There might be a lot of, like, um, okay, I'm trying to figure out where you are. I think I hear, I see diminishing returns here. Um, yeah, but it's so reorganized that 
Right, exactly. Um, like the whole thing about the sales of multiple steps. You know, you I didn't like I'm not that sure part. Put that in there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it complicates it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. But you seem to be on a mission with that part, so I left it in there. Well, I was actually just conversational. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, actually, here uh, you have a sense of uh, you, if you look at people who are great salespeople, and you wonder why you, what they're doing, and you are. That's that's closer to it. It is close. To, yeah. Yeah. Um, so great salespeople. Okay. So, and maybe you're still average. You're frustrated because the great salespeople. Uh, you look at the people who are great salespeople. Actually, let me use what you said into this as um, or how they're doing it not why yeah I'm going to change the ending because you yeah. look at people who are grateful and wonder well or why why, why they're doing or why they're doing so much better than you are why they're doing it so much better yeah okay how come they're doing something better? It's kind of a whiny complaint in a way, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> but it's the truth. They're right? lucky. Yeah. Or basically, you wonder. See. Or you wonder how they do so much better than you. Mm-hmm. Or what have they got that you don't? <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, ooh, yeah, we can add in. Are they just, do they just have, quote, it, and you don't? Or is there something else going on? Ah. They just Are they just lucky? It? <laughs> Well, I don't think they view people as lucky. I think some people do. Don't? Yeah, the stars have all aligned for them, but not for me, and, you know, stuff like that. Well, if they think they're just lucky, then they've given up, right? Well, they're all yeah. lucky. I don't, right. I, I wouldn't think that people, I don't think the majority of people looking at the great salespeople go, oh, they're just lucky. I think they <laughs> see them and they go, they got something I don't got, right? Mm. They've got something I don't have. And I can tell that there's something I'm missing compared to them. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to name it. I don't know what the problem is exactly, but I'm feeling like they're better than me, right? They're better than I am. They, right, they yeah. They they know some secret that I don't. Right, or they have some trait, some special trait. Yeah, exactly, yep. I don't have. So they but know the question, a lot so more we, people than I do. But that, if it's really based on them having some intrinsic skill, intrinsic character trait that I don't have, then then you're kind of doomed, right? There's nothing you can do about that. And that's why I want to I want to uh, create what they call an open loop, right? Which is where you pose a question and don't immediately answer it. Right. Yeah, you mentioned so that I, last time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you say, do they just have it, and you don't? 
Mm-hmm. Well, let's say, wait, maybe you're still in your facility. You look at people who are great salespeople, and you wonder how they do so much better than you. Do they just have it and you don't? Or is there something else going on? Dangling question, right? Right. And of course, there is something else going on. Right. Uh, now, you've probably already been through a lot of sales training, and you've noticed that they've only taken you so far. You want much better sales, so the question is, is it time to take yet another training program? Maybe, but you're probably recognizing that taking other sales training, another sales training is a case of diminishing returns. You're just not getting that much more out of it. Okay. Okay. And then yeah. we get to, if the answer is not more sales training, then what is it? Maybe there's something mm-hmm. deeper going on. I think we're going to create the mystery. Right. Maybe there is something deeper going on that has nothing to do with your skills as a salesperson. How about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Instead of just telling the answer, I invite you to exercise with me. If you plan with me now, you're going to get a major new awareness that will go much deeper than if I just tell you what it is. Okay, cool. All right, so I think this is a lot better so far. What do you think? Yeah, I I think it sounds sounds good. I'm not I'm not reading along, I'm just trying to listen. Yeah, I mean I'll saying. email you the, the edited version. Right, okay, good. So you don't have to like try writing that down or anything. Okay. Um so I like so what I'd like you to do now is to close your eyes, think of time your past, and then your past where you really want to maybe some big something people may have thought was crazy and tried to. I'm not so sure about that. Something that people may have thought was crazy and tried to talk you out of. That makes it pretty grandiose. Well, I think the whole point is you really, really wanted it, and even though people were saying, eh sounds stupid you know like people will do with network marketing in particular um you go ahead and do it that's how much you want it i think that's kind of that's kind of my point i i'm not sure what margaret meant by that but that's the way i have interpreted so it's kind of like in spite of everybody or in spite of a few people saying to you oh don't do network marketing or don't do that company you know you go for it because you really want it that badly that you go against people Okay, I just reworded that sentence a little bit. Okay. And, you know, you don't have to use my changes. You have the original. This is going to be a... Right, right, yeah. So I just changed a little bit to make it... The way it was written is that it, you're you're almost telling the person to look for something where people thought it was crazy. Mm. Right? At least that's how it felt to me is on the receiving end of it. Oh, okay. But, so check this out. It may have been something big, maybe even something that people thought was crazy and tried to talk you out of it. Mm-hmm. See how it's more I'm not sure how I wrote it, but um, but that sounded good. Uh, the way it was written. Apparently. People may have thought was crazy and tried to talk, talk you out of it. Um, okay. Okay, here's okay. what it was before. It may have been something big and something that people may have thought was crazy and tried to talk you out of. Mm-hmm. Versus, 
Uh, it may have been something big, maybe even something that people thought was crazy and tried to talk you out of. Oh, okay. I see the difference. Okay. See the difference? Mm-hmm. But you really okay. believed in it and threw yourself into this goal and get out of my way. <laughs> there's an annoying thing in Microsoft Word where you do a pace and then there's this little menu. Oh, right. Yeah. There we go. Got rid of it. That's not easy. (laughs) You have to start typing. Okay. But you really believed in it. You threw yourself into this goal. (laughs) You gave it everything you had. You really believed in this. You really wanted it, and it went terribly wrong. It didn't happen. happen. Um, Your disappointment was huge. This could have happened you know all the way in this could have happened in childhood or two years ago um, now make sure to leave some time before you i mean you would say i would put the, the here are some examples that happened after you let them sit for a while right mhm okay so I would say you know this could have been happened so it kind of paused in there. Yeah, so I just took a little pause mark in there. Okay. So I realized this could have happened in childhood or as recently as two years ago. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Or last year. <laughs> right, or two weeks ago. Or as recently. Yeah. <laughs> as, how about last year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Last year. Okay. So they just, you know. So you're giving a lot of instruction here, so I think you would, it's good to end with a final instruction. So just think about this, right? Mm-hmm. So let's see. So like, you know, so think of a time in your past, an event in your past where you really wanted something big, maybe something that's crazy. And trying to talk to you. you really believed in it, threw yourself into this goal, and gave it everything you had. You really believed in this, really wanted it, and it went terribly wrong. It didn't happen. Your disappointment. This could have happened in childhood as recently as last year. So just think about this for a minute. So just think about this. Like if I was, if you were giving me that instruction, I would need a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, I would too. And what I find is some people will they'll tell you to think about it, and then they keep talking, and it irritates right. me. <laughs> I need quiet. Me too. Uh, you tell me to think about it. Shut up. <laughs> right. yeah. So what you're going to do is you're going to give them like, you know, 30 seconds to think about it. Right. And then after that, you can say, now here are examples. Uh, here are some examples I've heard from my clients. Okay. Where you're, so you're seeding yourself as a coach, right? Right. Where are some examples I've heard from my clients. Um, wanting to a company but not getting anywhere. Or working for a promotion and getting passed over. Yeah, some of these I wasn't quite sure how to word them, but you like I thought I'd better? at least get the ideas down. Wanting a promotion but not getting or anywhere. Working for. Is that what you're working for? Most. Okay. So working hard for a promotion. Okay, yeah, that actually sounds... And getting, better. 
passed over. Uh huh. Okay. In other words, the promotion went somewhere else, right? To somebody right. else. Right. And I like the working hard for it too. Yeah, working hard for Not just wanting it. Yeah. Uh, as a child, I wanted to be in a baseball team, but it didn't make it. Why don't we say sports team rather than baseball team so people can okay. know it? Okay. Sports. I was trying to give a variety of things. Oh, no, I think it's great. And I, yeah, I think, you know, going and this way you can hone team, in just on... Like, <laughs> just, baseball is just a little too specific. Could it be okay. Baseball, soccer, football, tennis team, you know... Well, I have another one about being an athlete, I think, in here. Well, there was mine, right? That was right. I bombed in my city time. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to go into too much detail on any of them. I just made them kind of. And some of them are from clients. Or you wrote it. Or you can say you wanted to be a writer, and either you failed a writing competition in high school. Or you wrote a book and nobody was willing to publish it. Maybe, yeah. That's cool. Or you wrote a book that nobody was willing to publish. Uh, took an expensive sales training course, hoping it would make me more successful, but it didn't. Um, <laughs> I well, wanted to I say that's, something that's about a sales training. <laughs> yeah, but is that a, is that really a goal trauma exactly? I think it is. I I paid a lot of money. It wasn't for sales training. It was for a coaching program that was a lot of money for me, and it did nothing uh, because it was group a group coaching, and I didn't. Oh, do no well with that. Time. Yeah, but it was a lot of money, and now I still have all this debt. <laughs> That's yeah. where that one kind of came from for me. I see. Okay. But uh, you can reword it if you want to, if you can think of a better way of... I would actually I say want... an expensive training course. Okay. I didn't want to use coaching, so yeah. yeah. Well, I like it, but again, rather than limited to a sales training, any training Okay. Course. And not right. to make it more successful, but it did. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, you know, give them a moment after you give them examples to, you know, because some people will will think of something right away. Some people, even in 30 seconds, won't think of anything. So you say, right. so you can say, you know, here's some examples I've heard from my clients. And you list them all, and you'll say, you know, maybe... Maybe uh, well, you, you want to have another pause after that. I guess. Okay. It, it should be a verbal pause where you say you're going to give them a bit more time. Uh, maybe you can uh, relate to one of these examples or something like that. That's what I was just thinking, um, or just see if any of these resonate, or something. Um, yeah, see if these trigger any. Yeah. Any events in your past or something like that? Uh, 
Okay. Okay. Now see the movie this event playing on a screen. Where does the movie begin? Here's something at the beginning. How much belief you had. I mean, notice you, you're already starting to criticize yourself. I should have known better. I should have been smarter. Are you hearing that? <coughs> Are you hearing that? <coughs> Let me play forward and see if things start to go wrong. Maybe the people's movie who undermine you, which age you, or who support you. I just read this part, huh? And the worst thing was, I give him a pause there. Uh-huh. About the thing I haven't forgiven myself for. It's just to help him get a little bit more tuned into it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also see how. So, uh, it's pretty good here you're, but this is the place where we want to be really really good mm-hmm this is where you're trying to help them make the connection, right? Right. You're trying to really bring out the big aha. Okay. So can you see from that event, you told yourself not to believe anyone in big dreams and goals in yourself and others. And can you also see how that would hold you back from ever allowing yourself to dream again? To have goals, to try new things. Um, or maybe you do have golden dreams, but you only partially, partly believe you can get there. Only partly trust in yourself and others. Do you start to want something but never really go for it? Are you gun shy to really go for something big? Yet? So I think this is the part that needs to be improved a little bit. Okay. All right. So the first part is good, and then this part. The idea is that these people are going for it, right? They're trying to be successful salespeople and they're not getting the results they want. So it's not that they're not doing it. I mean, maybe there's other ways in their life that they're actually Well, I think some people probably aren't aren't really going for it. It's like, you know, they've kind of been shot down and they don't, you know, like we were saying, they kind of half-ass everything. But that's the second category. So the first category is total block. I'm not even going to try. I give yeah. up on having dreams. I I'm just going to you know, I'm just going to work a menial job. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to strive. I'm not going to really try hard and go yeah. for something at all. I give up. So that's the first character. And it's worth mentioning because they may notice that that that's true in other parts of their lives. True. But what we okay. what we can but I think it's safe to assume that anybody watching this video is somebody that hasn't totally given up because otherwise they wouldn't be watching your video. Right, they're wanting help. They're yeah. wanting a solution. They are trying, but they're realizing that their their attempts are not getting the results they want. Okay, right? they're crappy or just medium, not, and they're not great, really good. Okay, so it's that second category. The first category is easier to talk about. The second category is the one that's more likely to apply to the person, at least 
regarding sales. So that's the part we want to try and say it the best possible way, I think. So, so I would change the wording to something like, like, so what you have here is, or maybe you do have goals and dreams, but you only partly believe you can get there, only partly trust in yourself and others. So you want to address in a different way or in a better way um, the people who actually go do have the goals and the dreams, but they're, they're just not doing what they need to to get there? Is well, that the second category? Yeah, and you're mentioning that. You know, okay. I'm just saying that the wording, I don't think quite clears it up well enough. So, so what well, I want to be clear on which category we're talking about. The second one. second one, where people are, are partly going for it. Okay. They haven't given up completely. They're not avoiding. Right, they're, okay. They haven't given up on having goals anymore. They have a goal. They want to be a good salesperson. Right. They, they even tried to address their goal. They took training to be a good mm-hmm. salesperson. And yet they realize that I'm still not the kind of salesperson I want to be. Okay, yeah. Right? What's mm-hmm. the problem? Well, we're trying to help them get what the problem is. Right, okay. <clears throat> so the problem is that this gun-shy thing, I know you, that was the term I used, but mm-hmm. I think we want to be clearer about what's going on. Okay. Can, it's more like, can you see how the pain of the past failure, and we all have failures. Let me right. write this down. Can you see how the Because I pain do that a little bit in the next paragraph. Failure. Yeah, I'm trying to rewrite the existence then, so yeah. Oh, you do actually say that next paragraph. Yeah, I kind of cover that later, and maybe we don't even need those words. Well, then, well, but you do need to introduce the second category, which is so you can see. Can you see from the mm-hmm. past? You told yourself not to believe anymore in big dreams and goals. You see also how that could hold you back from ever allowing yourself to dream again, to have goals, to try new things. And some people can go, yeah, yeah, I see that. And other people can go, mm-hmm. no, no, I still have goals. I still have goals. Right, okay. So then you write, or maybe you do have goals and dreams. Um, okay, yeah. they're not working out saying. for you. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Or maybe you do have goals and dreams, but... You're not getting there. Right, but... Yeah, you're not... Fulfilling them or but something's holding you back. Because you're gonna explain what that something is in the next paragraph, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you're oh you're not getting the results you want, how about that? You're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Partly, partly trust yourself and others. Um, actually, let me just get rid of that last sentence. I think the last sentence, even though, or last two sentences, do you do you start to want something but never really go for it? Are you gun shy to really go for something big again? I think... Because mm-hmm. I don't know if they know things, they're only partly trusting in themselves. 
Yeah. I mean, I might say that in a session, but I don't know, and I do, but I don't know if I would say that on a video. Right. You know, Maybe you do have goals and dreams, but you're not getting the results you want. Mm-hmm. There is something holding you back, even maybe even sabotaging your efforts. Yeah. Your efforts. Because then you're going to explain it. If you're like most of us, you've had past things in life, now you're starting to see the impact of it. In fact, let me give you some examples of how impactful this subtle emotional factor can be. Are these things being subconsciously afraid to fail again or being afraid of catastrophe or not trusting other people to have your back but affect you having huge important goals? Uh, it's not that's too complicated. Huge, yeah. Well, it's, that's, not even, that's not even quite accurate. It's not having the whole dreams but having, uh, affecting your performance. Yeah, so this this is the part that needs to get really clarified. Because this is the part yeah, where you're selling the and whole shorter. Concept, right? Yeah. Clearer, yeah. If you're like most of us, so it's kind of like we need to break it down to little chunks. Okay. But if you're like yeah. most of us, you've had past failures in life, and now you're starting to see the impact of it. And that's why I think right there you need to say in general terms more what that impact is. So, uh, okay. The pain, the pain from these past failures, from these past failures, can make you scared, subconsciously scared. Scared. Uh, to fail, to fail again. To experience the pain again. Yeah. Experience pain again. It can make you not trust yourself and other people. All of this. And subtly, can subtly but powerfully impact your performance without you realizing it. Mm, How's that like sound? That. Yeah, I like that. Because then you can start going to examples. Let mm-hmm. me get so this, and then you go straight into some kind of concrete example. Oh, I didn't. Did, I didn't give an example, did I? Did I? Well, oh, the interesting yeah. thing is, you use the word examples, but then you—they're not actually examples. They're yeah, I do give the one of my client, but yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. In fact, let me give you some examples of how impactful a subtle emotional factor can be. How do you think being subconsciously afraid to fail again? Being afraid of your task or not trusting other people who love your back would affect your confidence. Mm-hmm. In having goals. 
Uh, yeah, it's rather wordy. Can you read what you have? I can't. I haven't. I'm not. I'm not writing. I'm just kind of reading, thinking of how else to say this because the way it's working right now is a little mushy. Yeah. And I think people, you want to make it stand out clearly in the person's mind. Like, oh, this is... Because right now we're making sort of vague general claims. Yeah. And if we don't get concrete soon, we're going to lose them. So what? what's... Are you changing it on the... In the Word document, are you yeah. making some of the changes? So what's the last thing that you've have there uh, let's see let's see well let's I'll just read I'll read from after the exercise and you see oh, okay. that from that event you told yourself not to believe well interesting you 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 actually ask them to finish two sentences how would you finish this sentence and the worst thing was, what about the thing I haven't given myself for? So there's there's a lot of pain associated. There's a lot of pain and yeah. self-judgment and criticism associated from that event. Right. Right. There Which is, is what we want to get to. Yeah. Pain and self-judgment. And criticism associated with that event. Oh, actually, can you see is good. Can you see that there's a lot of pain and self-judgment criticism associated with that event? Uh, Pain may be so great that you told yourself not to believe anymore. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So the pain may have been so great that you told yourself not to believe anymore. Not to believe big dreams. I'm changing it. Yeah, there's questions. I'm changing it to statements and goals. Self. Others. And can you all see how that would hold, that may hold you back? How that may hold you back from ever allowing yourself to dream again? Have goals to try new things. That's actually kind of redundant. <laughs> I just realized the pain, been, the pain may have been so great that you told yourself not to believe anymore, not to believe in big dreams and goals in yourself and others. And can you? And then if I say, and can you also see how that may hold you back from ever allowing yourself to dream again, to have goals, to try new things? It's saying the same thing twice, so. Um. Yeah. 
But I think I don't think we need to have those two sentences. It's, it's redundant. Okay. I think we just we can just segue straight from there to, or maybe you still have dreams. Mm-hmm. And goals, goals and dreams. Not. Not getting the results you want. There's something holding back. Maybe sabotage your efforts. Well, I think we need to be a little bit clearer. I was trying to keep it mysterious, but I don't think we want to be mysterious. I don't think we want to be mysterious at this point. Okay, so maybe, or maybe you still have goals and dreams, but the pain and self-criticism is holding you back and sabotaging your efforts. How about that? Yeah, I guess part of the the goal trauma is really about losing that trust and belief. That's part of what makes it the goal trauma. Um, So I kind of feel like we need to say that if we're actually doing the goal trauma stuff. But um, okay, how about this? How about the pain and loss of belief in yourself? Yeah, I like it's that. It's holding you back. Right, I like that. Even it's hard for me because I'm visual and I'm not looking at what you're t- changing. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Well, let me email you what I have so far. Okay. Uh, what version? Are you using Microsoft Word? Yeah, it's an old version, though. Oh, okay. So it says, telling me, it's warning me that I'm saving as a new version. So you're about to save in a new file format. Huh. It, but it may affect, okay. Cancel. I should probably get a newer version. <laughs> I don't usually run into issues, but every once in a while I do. Okay, there. Okay, now I'm going to email this to you. Okay.
sending, sending. Okay. Well, did you uh, send it? Yeah. Okay. It might take a minute to, to get there. So, um, okay, so we have a couple paragraphs in here where it says, for some people, these fears are so big they won't even have goals. Sometimes the inner critic will be so loud and distracting. I like the word distracting. It interferes with what we're trying to do. It can, it can often tell, tell us that we were an idiot for failing our goals or warn us not to be an idiot again. And I'm going to say, you know, you, sh- you want to say that, you know, to be successful in sales, you need to be very present and connected with your, right. you know, okay. with your prospect, right? So, like, yeah. don't leave them to fill in the blank there. Let them, let them get that. And they say, how do you think this affects your sales performance? If you don't even having goals, you don't believe your goals will be accomplished. If you don't accept them, how does that affect your having goals? One of the things that you might want to mention, and there's a lot of subtle aspects here, sometimes approaching your goal would be the scariest thing because it's, it's extra scary to get close and then fail. So as you start getting close, that fear might sabotage you and cause you to back off, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you define goal trauma. Okay, you ask them to, to rate on a scale of 1 to 10. I, I would recommend 0 to 10, which is 0 is like no, nothing. Oh, right? okay. I always one is one to, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, a lot of people do, but I think... One is misleading because one is something, right? Yeah. Zero is, is, is truly a zero. And then one becomes just this very tiny feeling. Yeah, when I anyway. used to use EMDR, I used to always use zero, zero to ten. Margaret okay. always uses one to ten, so I started. <clears throat> Influenced by your coach. Uh, apparently, it just it, <laughs> she just used it over and over and over, and I got used to using it, so. Yeah. Yeah, I always ignore that part when she says that. Oh. I like zero. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, zero makes more sense. Yeah. How would you rate your sense right now? Okay, first of all, I would change the order. So, you know, how does all this make you feel right now? Disappointed, anxious, angry, scared. Now, on a scale of zero to ten, rate how how intense these feelings are. Okay. Okay, and then what I would point out is, you know, give them a moment and then start evaluating a little bit. If your number is seven or higher, it's going to have a huge impact on your ability to be present, to go forward in your goals. You know, it's going to be very sabotaging. If your number is sort of in the middle, it's going to, you know, it's going to make it hard. There's going to be you know, if your number is really high, like seven, eight, seven, you know, seven or higher, certainly eight or higher is like very blocking. You see, that's a, that, that's going to be very a big block for you. It's going to really impact you a lot, and it's going to make it certain parts of the process feel almost impossible to do or do well. Mm-hmm. Because your feelings are so strong. Mm-hmm. Right. If your middle numbers, like four to six, then it's impacting you moderately. It's going to hold you back from being as successful as you could be. It won't stop you. Seven to ten stops you. 
mid, middle numbers won't stop you. It'll just reduce your effectiveness. You know, if you're zero to three, then it's not. This is not impacting you that much. Of course, then you wouldn't be here. So, <laughs> you're not likely to have that lower number. Right? You can flesh that out a little bit. Okay. Right, and then you say. So this whole thing we've been talking about, how we have, you know, past failures in our life that impact our ability to pursue our goals now, we, we call this um, goal traumas. Okay. So that would work. So let me just get to your story about Barbara. Mm-hmm. Do you know what number we're on on the um, on talk, talk shoe? Talk, yeah, talk shoe? Four. No, I mean where it is on the recording. You mean the, oh, you mean the minutes? Yeah. Well, we're 50 minutes into the session. Okay. We're at the end of the session, so it's going to be basically at the end of the recording. All right. Yeah, okay. Um. Okay. Well, I'll listen to the whole thing anyway. I just wanted to get more of this, this part. Yeah, that's just very near the end. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. I mean, we're pretty much at the end here. I just want to just at least read the example and see how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like your open loop. Okay. So when you get to the part about her getting close to her goal and backing off, I want you to pause there and point it out. Right? Okay. So you, there's a sentence where you write, she would start working harder, get close to her goal, and then sabotage herself by stopping the work. Got it. Okay. You should highlight that. So say something a little bit more there, like these messages, you know, that, uh, I mean, just you're just saying sabotage yourself by stopping the work. Like what happened for her in that moment? Why did she stop the work? Like flesh out and point out uh, Uh, you have to kind of make the well, yeah. We just point out that it, you know it conflicted with the beliefs that her her parents were had been feeding into her for a long time. So, you know, being successful, she was <clears throat> trained to not think of herself as successful that she couldn't right. do it. And as that she actually got one close, of her beliefs, yeah. But as she was getting close to actually succeeding, that discordance there, right? There's a part mm-hmm. of her that wanted to succeed, and there's another part of her that believed deep down that she couldn't. And she could not 
there's a subconscious thing that she couldn't reconcile. And the subconscious disbelief made her quit. Right. I don't want to get too... I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't know how many other people will. Right. Um, so I, I'm trying to keep it kind of simple. So, because I don't want to sound like a, a therapist, and because I know that can turn off a lot of people. Right. Um. But I, I can certainly say a lot of what you just said. But I'm, yeah. I haven't even timed this. I have no idea what, how long, what we have so far would take. Okay. Maybe I need to. I'll work on this and then time it and just see where we are with it. Okay, oh, yeah, you had a question about mentioning the webinar earlier. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I do have in the original script is I do mention the webinar once at the beginning of the, of the video, briefly. In yours or mine? In mine. Oh, oh so yeah, I, I, okay. I mention it once at the beginning and then mention it again at the end. So. Okay. So I should mention it sometime at the beginning? Yeah, it's kind of buried in the the part where I expand on certain things. And most of that stuff I would take out if if I redid this video. But I wouldn't take out the reference to the webinar. Right, okay. If I look at what I wrote, it was, um, okay, it says, okay, but before we get started, something I really have to tell you, and you're going to love it. Over the next few days, I'm going to be airing a brand new free training that will walk you through the specific steps of cutting edge inner work that will finally bring amazing love into your life. And I'd love to do that. So that's a little snippet. Right, okay. Uh, Mention, yeah, just find some way to mention it. Okay. Uh, Notice I didn't didn't give the webinar a name there. Right. Right. A free training that will walk you through the specific steps of cutting edge inner work that will finally bring amazing love into your life. So they will finally work. That will finally help you uh, be an amazing salesperson, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not suggesting exactly. Or increase your sales results or something. Well, I think it'd be good to make it more personal. Turn you into a sales machine, or you know. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you want to use that phrase, but again, I'm just trying to give give you some general ideas. So like. Right, okay. Yeah. All right. So well, yeah. we have to stop here. But okay. uh, I think it's, it's getting, it's really coming along. What do you think? Good. Is there anything else I should be working on? I mean, I, I'll, you know, listen to this and look at your ideas and and I'll get into it more myself. I was just kind of going with what you were, you know, suggesting and stuff, but I want to put, more of me in here too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what you can be working on is, uh, you know, trying. Uh, we talked about certain things for the remaining part of the video, so try and uh, come mm-hmm. up with the next draft, next draft right. of that. Then do a reading, and time it. See how long it is. Okay. Um, I think it's not going to be too bad. 
I think it was I'm guessing not either. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can start thinking about, you know, the webinar is going to have your big why story in it. So if you yeah, I need to come up with that. that. So you need that, and then the other five things. You know, you're, you're not going to have time to do five exercises. You'll have time to do maybe two exercises in the webinar. In the webinar, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to, of the five remaining blocks, you're going to think of which two uh, you're going to have exercises for. Okay. And then the other three, you're just going to describe them and give examples without them doing an exercise. So okay. here's another block that could apply to you. Let me explain how this one works. Right. right, okay. So... Two, so two, and, and you're also going to review a little bit. Remember in the video we talked about this thing called a gold trauma, how it could impact you. So, and then there's the, uh, yeah, and, and you just review it real quick, and you say, okay, and, and there's five more. So, you know, it's, and anyway, you start segueing into the first, which one you want to talk about first. So, think of the two you want to do exercises. The first, the two, those two will be first, followed by the other three. And then that's going to segue into the sales pitch, but that's a lot okay. to do. So I think you got plenty to work with there. Yeah, yeah. And then I actually have to write a program if I'm going to do it more on confidence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff, but boy, is it time consuming. <laughs> Meanwhile, I forgot to, that I needed, you know, like current clients. So I'm trying to work more on get. I have a group starting next week. Oh, good. So because I need income now, sure. <laughs> you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, kind of forgot about that piece. So I got kind of involved in doing this and the you modules know the quickest and all way? that. The what? quickest way? I said, you know, one of the quickest oh. ways to get clients locally. Huh. When I was first became an EFT practitioner. Um, I use this method to get clients right away in my local area. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in the long run, cl- getting clients online works better, but in the short run, it's easier to get local clients. Right, and that's what I've been more focused on. So one thing that I did to get low, well, I'm going to, well, I'll let the recording end, I guess, naturally. Okay. Um, one of the things I did is I came up with a workshop topic that was relevant to what I offer, that I thought people would like, and it was um, a half-day workshop. So, okay. like, say, three hours, right? Mm-hmm. And it was on a weekend, like Saturday. Okay. And so I created flyers, and, you know, I put it in the the calendar section of the paper and online calendars. You know, I used – calendar mm-hmm. sections are usually pretty cheap advertising. And flyers, okay. and I would – and I posted flyers in all sorts of places that looked – where people might actually see them. Okay. And including places where you can drop off stacks of flyers, like in libraries. And hmm. Okay. And I charged for it. And I charged for the workshop. I did not mm-hmm. do free. A lot of people do okay. free to try and get exposure. Right. When I did that, I charged a, you know, a, a reasonable fee. It wasn't high, but it wasn't low. Like what? That's where I always get stuck. I would say for... This is going to be a business-related workshop. Yeah. So uh, I would say
Well, it, it can either be two or three hours. It depends on how well you think you can get something accomplished in, in that time. Mm-hmm. Because you want to have, you want them to have a successful experience where they feel like they really got something of value. But it was right. a little risk to them because it wasn't. It's not too expensive. It's not free. Mm-hmm. No, I find that free workshops only attract people who don't want to spend money. Yeah, I've done it a lot. I mean, all my talk. I don't charge for my talks, but that's usually how I get clients too. Um, yeah. So, well, like forty-seven dollars for three hours. Yeah, something like that. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, people say, okay, this is this is pretty low risk, time-wise, money-wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can do if you can do something productive in two hours, it's even better because it's even smaller risk. Because some people, it's even more about their time than the money. It is, and especially here in the summer, you know, because we have such short, good weather months here, um, people, like, don't do anything. They make no commitments in the summer. So I decided next week I'm doing this group. I have, you know, a few people, not a lot, but I thought I'm going to do it anyway. And, um, you know, because I want to get it done before the 4th of July, um, you know, so it's all very, I mean, networking shuts down. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So I've learned to just, okay, got to go with their timetable, not mine. Um, yeah, so, and this might be, actually it might be a good thing to do in the summer, though, Um I don't know if I want to take that on if I'm starting a group next week. But that's that's a really good idea, and I thought of doing a, a workshop. Um, haven't really figured out how to do or what I do it on yet, but, yeah. I'm finding cool just doing one-on-one is probably my best bet for now to bring in more money more quickly. Well, the question is how do you get the one-on-one people? Well, from my talk. So I, I have another talk coming up in the June um, with quite a few people, and, and the person who got me the talk thinks that probably most of the women in there will want to do a group. <clears throat> so, so, and I've gotten quite a few clients locally, one-on-one. I'd like to start doing more groups because I'd rather be, you know, leveraged a bit more. Okay. Well, it sounds so, like you have pretty um, good ideas of how to... Uh, I do, I do. Um, yeah, I, I, know, I know... Yeah, it's just that I kind of quit doing it for a while, but I need to get out there again and um, get back to what I was doing because it was working. Yeah. Good, <laughs> yeah. good. You know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I will work on this script and oops, um, and then I'll set up another appointment. I'm trying to get it done, you know, our sessions a little bit closer together instead of waiting. Okay. So, um, so I'm really, I'm really trying to push myself right now um, on the, you know, to get this done.
Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And it seems like you're making good progress, too. Good. Feels to me like I'm not. <laughs> it took me a long time to get through my video script and my webinar. I mean, really? Okay. Well, it took me months. Months. Okay. okay. A lot is faster than me, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. how fast you can plow through this stuff. Yeah, and I probably, you know, if I weren't working with you, because I think, I mean, you have some ideas that I would never have thought of, but, you know, if I were just doing this on my own, I'd probably do it faster, but it wouldn't necessarily be good. But I'd be, you know, I'd be doing it faster. But you're coming up with some really good ideas that I wouldn't have thought of, you know, for a video. So so I appreciate that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and then the webinar. Well, it makes a real difference. <laughs> you know, the video is what's, is what's selling people to attend. Right. Webinar, which is the yes. biggest challenge, right? Yeah. Interestingly, I was talking to uh, Jimbo at, uh, you know, Hell Yeah Studios. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, you know, I, I've made two versions of my webinar, uh, my video, and I'm, I'm not totally satisfied with either version. Okay. And so and I'm going to, you know, go to their studio. So I was saying, I said... Um, you know, maybe, you know, I'd like you to look at my, my, my two versions and see whether or not you think I should redo it. Uh-huh. And I told him it was 14 minutes long. And he says, well, first of all, there's no way I would do a video with you that was 14 minutes long for as a right. you know, video leading to webinar. He says, I would do a video with you that was three minutes long for the webinar. Yeah, he's real big on the three-minute. Three right. So he says, if, he says, you know, if you if you wanted to do a you know a pre webinar video with me, it's going to be about around three minutes long. Yeah. And I said, I said, well, then you're totally missing the point of this video because <laughs> you know I know that you're an expert in your in your thing, but you, there's a certain strategy here that I don't think you're realizing is what we're doing. I and mean, I agree uh, that 14 minutes is on the long side, but you know, Margaret originally said 10. Yeah. And 10 is still very different than three. It is. Basically, it the, is. the strategy here, see, his strategy is for people to just start to get a little bit of a feel for you as a person right. and like yeah. you a little bit and have a little sense of you. Right. And, and then they get invited to this level. And yeah. sure, you can and do I, that I did, you know, my professional videos that are on my website are from Jimbo. He did those. But, right. um, but yeah. That's, that's a different philosophy. The, it is. These longer videos is what we're really doing is we're, if you kind of think of the webinar as, as consisting of a bunch of modules, mm-hmm. we're giving the first module of the webinar in the video. Right. So it's kind of like, I don't want you to just get a sense of me as a person and whether or not you like me. I'm going to give you a taste of the webinar that's to come. So if you yeah. like what we just learned, what you got out of this 10-minute video, Think of what you're going to get out of a out of the webinar. We're going to exactly. Take so it's a very yeah. different philosophy. Well, it's a different. Um, I, don't, I don't agree with his version. Yeah, I think he does. I mean, it seems like what he does is more, you know, like the, for me, the the web the videos that I have are, you know, it's fine for just three to four minutes because I do want them to just have a taste of, okay, yeah, I like you enough to sign up for your opt-in. Um, I'm not trying to sell them to get to a webinar, though, on those. And I agree, you need a little bit more detail because, 
you don't want to go from three minutes to an hour or an hour and a half or whatever the webinar will be. Well, that's the other thing is that one of the big challenges that people face with webinars is that only 30% of the people who sign up for the webinar actually attend the webinar. Right. Right. And yeah. I, was, I, I went through this training with, uh, through Frank Kern on okay. webinars. And in his case, he does it very differently. He has people sign up for the webinar as the first point of contact, which is a oh, lot. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right? So that's a big step because the level of commitment is very high. Sign up for this, you know, 90-minute webinar, and it's like, whoa, I don't know you, <laughs> you know. Right. And then what he does, and then he talks about how low the, the, sign, the turnout rate is for webinars. So what he does is he sends, sends them a video after they've already signed up for the webinar to warm them up a bit. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Right. So he's still doing a video leading to the webinar, but he's having them sign up for the webinar as the first step, which is such a huge step for people. So I think that would really hurt your your sign-up rate. I would think so, too, unless you're well-known, which I am not. Yeah, but he is. So he's using his method. I'm a well-known guy. You're signing up for my webinar. And now here I'm going to send you a video to warm you up to try and encourage you to show up for the webinar you signed up for. Which maybe isn't a bad idea to send a... I mean, I I like the idea of doing a video, like this 10-minute one, and then get them to the webinar, and then, you know, maybe do a little touch (laughs) in between. In between the video? You know, like a three-minute video to send out, you know, prior to the the actual webinar. Yeah, you can do Uh, that. I think in in my experience, if the video is good... People are excited to attend the webinar. Yeah, Ooh, but sometimes I'm excited when I sign up, and then something else comes up, or I'm not as excited, or whatever. And but did you and watch I the video up, that that was was really good? That you said, "Wow." Really you know what? I don't know that I've ever. Well, have I ever even watched a video? Usually, you just go straight for the webinar, right? Yeah, I think I probably do. And what motivates me <laughs> sometimes to actually show up is like Suzanne Evans is real big on this, and it used to just tick, tick me off when she did this, but um, she just does live streams. Huh. And so she doesn't record them. Or well, she probably does record them, but she says she doesn't, so she doesn't send yeah, out a. Yeah, and so a lot of people rely on those recordings. It's like, oh, I don't have to go live. I'll just get the recording, and I'll listen. But she doesn't offer that recording. So you have, if you miss the live stream, you're out of luck. Yeah, a lot of people. Or, are doing or they'll that. offer encores. Right. Exactly. So there's, they try and make it all live. Of course, the encores are all recorded. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's not bad. The the thing, I, the method I use is you have the, the webinar, which is supposedly live, but even for me, I actually record it and just deliver. Yeah, I think I would rather record it. Yeah, so I do it that way, and then I do have a, a recording, but it's only available for three days. Mm, okay. So like because the webinar is Thursday evening, okay, and then they have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to watch the replay. So it's like, okay, okay, you can watch this at a time of your convenience, but you only get three days to do it. Okay. And one of those days is a work day and a Friday evening. So you're probably not going to do it then. So you really only have two days to watch this webinar. Yeah. Or, or replay. I mean. 
Okay. And then I take it down, and it's gone. And I really do take hmm. it down. And I send okay. people, you know, emails saying, you know, the replay is only going to be available, you know, till midnight tonight, or, you know, that kind of thing. Right, okay. And do, do you think that works? Or, or gets well, I had, people to I watch sales it? Results. Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. I mean, and it, and I I like doing what what would work for me because when they have these you know live webinars and encores, I look at all the times and none of them work for me. I know that's where I've been, and it's like, well, I guess I'm not going to hear this one. Yes, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> where I go too. I, I just look at them and go, nah, I guess not. Whereas yeah. if, I ha- if I can watch, if I can listen to the webinar, the replay at my own timing, if I'm really interested yeah. in the topic, I'll do it. And and when there's a deadline on the recording, I I actually like that. Because, I mean, I it doesn't yeah. always work for me, but but if it's like on forever, then I would never get to it. Well, plus there's a you know this card opens and then closes, so if you have forever, yeah, you know, then you're gonna miss you're gonna miss the whole thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I I like that system. You know, people are changing. Yeah. It, so I actually like the original system. Okay. Well, well, I'll Margaret do whatever you say because she went on and changed it. <laughs> so yeah, I'll I'll do what you recommend because you've had success at this and I haven't. So you know, I've never done this before. So I'm open to whatever worked. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, I will get get working on this. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Take care, Stefan. Thanks. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.